Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is our number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. It is currently 107 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Wishing you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, momentarily, we'll head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We'll tell you that you can text us, keep Texas on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday uh, to Saturday. And our Ashley Fine Floors text line number is 780-496-0063. We'll tell you that some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. As promised, off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And we are pleased to be joined by Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. And the 7,000 men and women working in the Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry. Mr. Spector, how are you doing? I'm doing what everybody else should be doing. I'm sitting here watching Belarus play Denmark in the World Championships, Bob. I can't believe you're missing it. Now, are you deep down inside? Are you part Belarusian? Is that why you've always had this tremendous? Was it Latvia no, no, or Bel- Latvia? Bel- Latvia. So we, now, we were j- jumping the fire when Latvia beat Canada earlier this week, but uh, last week or whatever. No, I was just writing out here. Uh, it's a cold, blustery day. It's a good day to watch the international hockey. I watched some of Team Canada for the first time this morning, and if you were wondering why they're, what are they, two and three, I think? Yep. Uh, boy, they have a no name lineup down there. Let me tell you what, it's mostly. It's, it's just lots of depth, depth players in the NHL that are playing for Canada right now. Uh, so what you're saying is you you didn't have any of the best players to blame for Canada to lose it earlier in the tournament, eh? 
No, that's it. I didn't. When when I like Andrew Mangiapane as a player, I think he's a good player. But when he's on your first power play unit, you might lack a little firepower, Bob. <laughs> they they uh, they've been uh, they've been for the record. They have been out shooting the teams that they've been playing. Uh, struggling a bit to score. Not a surprise. Hey, Spec, because uh, you know I'm in a this sort of thing. We are seeing uh, a, a change occur here, and just a quick update. I like to do this uh, about once a week. Uh, I know that the uh, just just for all the listeners out there, uh, sometimes they could use a little bit of positivity. Uh, I know there's been some questioning the rollout plan for the province, Mark, and and you know we might have well we're mm-hmm. gonna have fans we're gonna have fans tomorrow night, Montreal and Toronto for Game Six. We'll get to that in a second, but the active case rate in Edmonton since. Um, since May the 5th has gone from 6,100 down to 2,600. Uh, this according to Alberta Health Services. Uh, the hospital high uh, was around 255 on May the 13th. We are down to uh, 185. This is for the Edmonton Health Zone. Uh, in terms of uh, ICU, we got to uh, an unfortunate high of around 77. We're down to 61 people. I know the neighborhood that I live in has gone from... Uh, over 225 people around May the 6th, currently down to 82 active cases. So the numbers are plummeting, and the province has gone from 1.6 million people, or check that, 1.6 million uh, vaccinations at the start of May. We're now at 2.6 million vaccinations. So there's been a million vaccinations in the first 25 days in the province. So away we go. This is positive because we get a chance to get back to normalcy. And how much are you looking forward as a result of seeing some fans tomorrow at the Bell Centre? Game six, Montreal and Toronto. Well, it's a good milepost, right? We finally are, you know, making a little bit of an attempt to catch up here. I watched a good part of that Nashville game last night, and I think they had 15,000 people in Nashville. And, uh, you know, that's it's it's now starting to resemble playoff hockey again. It sounds like playoff hockey. And, and when, you, when you put Bob, even sitting here on the couch, when you compared the Toronto-Montreal game as a television viewer to the Nashville-Carolina game, one of them looked like, you yeah. know, the and felt like right, and tasted like the Penticton tournament compared to playoff hockey. Like it wasn't no. even the same no. league, almost, Bob. No, the Penticton tournament had the fans helped make that. It was better, like I'm telling you. And, I mean, the players weren't better, but it was better, Mark. So right. Uh, Mark we need fans, man. It's all about fans. We need, it's like you and me having this regular show with nobody listening. I mean, I know we do that sometimes over a beer, but it's not as much fun as when you got people chiming in on the text line. And you know, you got to have people. It's got to have fans. It's, it's it's no fun without fans. Uh, Mark, who are you kidding? September 2003, that is how we started with nobody listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, joined right now by Sportsnet Spec for the Horses. I do want to mention at this time, Thoroughbred Racing back Fridays and Sundays, 6.15 p.m. No fans out at Century Mile, but you can watch and wager on hbibet.com. Uh, now, I have a question for you. Do you think the officials get influenced and caught up in the emotional game more with fans. We seem to have more penalties called in games officiated in the States where there's fans, certainly, than there was in the Winnipeg-Edmonton series. Yeah, emotions get higher. And, and you know, what happens when emotions get high? People make decisions that maybe they didn't wouldn't make without those emotions. So, sure, I think that. And I don't think that it's it's a real discredit to the referees. They're human, too. And the crowd's going crazy, and... You know, we've all been at games where the where the crowd calls a bit of a penalty sometimes. 
<laughs> and it doesn't happen when there's no fans. So I think that's fair, Bob. Uh, does and, and this is not on the officials. Is it a mandate that comes down from the league that we have a series and it's over with for Edmonton? They lost in four straight. Connor Hellebuck was better, um, was terrific. 950 save percentage. They, their their depth scoring was better. But Connor McDavid played 120 minutes and didn't draw one penalty call, Mark. Is that on the officials or is that on the league for what they want the officials to do? To, is that what, the, you know, in terms of being mandated? Well, I can say now that that during the, that series, there was some, my officials' contacts uh, informed me that there was some questions from the, you know, head, from the top of the official chain as to, gee, there's a lot of stuff getting let go out there, guys. And we saw in game, I think it was game three, where there was a lot more calls all of a sudden in Winnipeg, and I felt like they tried to right their ship a little bit. Um, I'm going to say this. It's just a, it, it is. A, it's a terrible look for the league. And I think didn't Elliot just say that, and I couldn't agree more. It's a terrible look to see all the highlights out there of Connor McDavid getting hauled down and fighting through it. And, you know, all the stuff that happened, that knee, uh, the knee, I forget who threw that knee. Was it Pete? No, who threw that knee at him? Dylan DeMello. Thank you, DeMello. Uh, you know, that in an, each individual play, you might be able to find a way to justify your way out of a penalty. But when you see them as a series in a row, and then after watching six or seven, you're hit with that stat that Conor McDavid did not draw a penalty the whole series. It's an awful look for the league. And I think that anyone at the league office or anyone in Stephen Wacom's office who is in favor of having more you know, tighter calls and more power plays and more of a reasonable facsimile of what we think is refereeing, I think they'll take that highlight right to the GM's meetings, that package, Bob, and they'll lay it down in front of the GM's and say, just so you know, this is what our best player has to do, and it's a bad look for us. It's interesting because Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, had some fun with the Oilers getting eliminated in four straight. He's a big voice in the States, very passionate man, good broadcaster, and on ESPN, which is now right holder, and talked about McDavid and Drysaddle coming up short, and all I could think of is, yep, they did. And when uh, LeBron James plays, he doesn't, uh, uh, you know, he gets to the line. That's all there is to it. In fact, I think Reed Wilkins worked out a stat for me saying that he actually gets one more free throw per game in the playoffs than he does in the regular season. So he gets to the line more come in the playoffs. Mm. And and so, you know, they're going to have a different between TNT and between ESPN Frankly, uh, you know, I, I think they're breath, they're going to have a wider sort of reach in the United States. And I, I wonder whether or not they're going to have to maybe identify a bit more with how, uh, U.S. sports culture loves their yep. stars. You know what I mean? No, I think that's fair. I think it's, and I, I, you know, this isn't, you know me, Bob, I'm not a homer. But I think it is time to, I think it's our, a little bit archaic, right? The way, there's two different almost sports being played here between regular season hockey and playoff hockey. And it's, I want to say this, the players are the ones that play completely different games, right? They don't check in the, in the regular season anywhere near as hard as they check in the playoffs. They don't, they don't, um, they don't back check. They don't play a system. It's a way looser game in the regular season, Bob. It's not as intense so it's way harder to referee in the playoffs. I get it. Like, it's not the refs, I don't think, that change, Bob. I think it's the game that changes, and the refs don't change with it. 
So it's a weird sport. Like, how can you have a game that's played one way in, you know, January and a completely different way in April? But that's what we have in hockey, and the referees need to find a way to change with the game, change their officiating standard the way the game changes. I know you saw my tweet about, you know, the goaltenders union, the goal that got called back against Vegas. I thought that was a tough call uh, the other other night. But I'll take it. I was going to chime in again. I'm like, I'm not going to do this every night. But Brendan Gallagher last night interfered on a play, and it was a marginal rub on Mitch Marner. And Mitch Marner's yeah, and they and they, and I'm thinking to myself, I saw Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have to fight through three times as bad of that situation, at least 15 times in the Winnipeg series that never got called. And you're going to call that? That yeah. is what you're going to call? I was, and, 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 you know, it's, I didn't. It shouldn't decide. be that different from one ref to the next. Right. Right. Officials are, are I, I get it. We expect them to be robots and they're not. They're people. I understand that. But there is a huge disparity between a guy like Mark Jonette, who's every single year calls the least penalties of anybody, and some of these other guys that are giving you all these little rubboat calls, you know. And, and I want to say, Bob, that Talbot interference play, to me, like I tweeted as well at the, at the moment, and I saw your tweet. It doesn't, it doesn't square, right? Why are we Cam Talbot barely gets rubbed on that play, and they call the goal off? Connor McDavid gets literally tackled by two opponents and doesn't get a penalty. Why are we protecting the goalies so much and not? I don't care if it's Connor McDavid or Johnny Goodrell. You know, why are we not protecting our the ability of our best players, of our ticket sellers to entertain, but we're taking away offense on a on just a little rub on Cam Talbot. I thought that's that was a stark example, right, of the abject difference between a goalie and a skater. Mark, you know the problem with this segment right now is people are going I agree with Mark way too much right now. There's something wrong with this, but all right. Uh so I asked the listeners who you got? You got the Leafs, you got the Canadians, or you don't care because the Oilers are out. And about 80% of the texters on the Ashley Five Floors text line, Mark, have said they want Montreal to win the series. Now, you're a guy that cheers for the story. And you got to admit, I'm picking, like, to me, Toronto's better. And, and if Montreal is completely healthy and they're not, they got five or six guys that are playing really hurt right now, including Weber and Gallagher and guys like that. You know, Price just coming back from injury. But to me, Toronto's better. But if they don't, when you're cheering for the story, that is going to be a – if they somehow spit the bit being up 3-1 in this series. And, again, I think Toronto's going to win. But, man, there is going to be some fun to be had around the rest of Canada, don't you think? Well, you know what? I'm a guy that kind of cheers for the long-suffering fan base. Like, I think that the hockey gods could have – sure, maybe they don't – maybe Evident loses the series. Jeez, couldn't they have given Edmonton fans a one overtime goal to cheer? Like, couldn't this fan base that suffered a long time here, couldn't they have one good night out of that series? Well, I guess they didn't. And I look at the Leafs fans, man. I'll tell you what. You think we've had it tough in Edmonton, right? Like, I, I think I feel for the Leafs fan. I feel for the – it's the largest group of fans in our country. They've been more underserved than any team in our country. Give them a little success, Bob. Let them have a – series win could you come on like they're not winning the cup they're just going to get a first round win can't they have that well they haven't won a playoff series since austin matthews was six they 
They, they haven't played in a Stanley Cup final since before Tyson Berry's dad, Len Berry, was born, Speck. Hey, how many you, cups we had in Edmonton? Five, six, we've been seven, a, right? Five, five Stanley Cups and been to seven Stanley Cup finals. Been to, been to seven in that time. I mean, share the love. Give the... Poor, you know, I always, I follow Dave Bedini on, on Twitter. He's as long-suffering a Leafs fan as there is. Like, I want to buy that guy a beer and let him watch his team win a playoff round, man. Come on. Uh, quick texter says, in, <laughs> nope, I, nope, you too. I want them to feel the pain. That one comes in right now. <laughs> the, the, Haas, uh, the Haas said, Bob, Toronto was a better team than Boston when they soiled the sheets in game seven as well. And he adds, outline. Outline. I, I'm. I took Toronto to beat <laughs> to beat Boston, and Nazem Kadri got tossed out of the series. I'm like, oh man. Uh, outline defense improved the NF, uh, the NFL. Just saying. Well, there's no question. Uh, John says first time I've interviews uh, agreed with Mark Spector. There you go. Uh, Ward says the Maple Leafs fans been underserved. Come on, Mark. I. I didn't live through a childhood of watching Toronto every Saturday night to see the Oilers play a few times each season. That one comes just from Warren. You know what? I think that's a little bit harsh, Warren. I mean, realistically, I think the Leafs are only on TV about 87 times a year. The problem was they only played 82 games. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we all got force-fed the Leafs. I get it. But we also got to watch them lose a lot, too. right? It wasn't like you got to, you watched them win much. But anyway, you know what? First of all, they're a good team. And second of all, I'm going to say to you, Bob, I like the way they play the game. They, they play an offensive game. they got really, really high-skilled guys. I don't mind watching the Leafs play one bit. You know, this, the Nylander's having a hell of a playoff right now, and he's a really, really good skilled player. I don't mind watching him play at all. Oh, wow. Cactus Jack has texted the show to say, Mark Spector is a socialist. He's president of the Harold Wilson Fan Club. Beat the Leafs. <laughs> Harold Wilson, who's that? Uh, he was the uh, prime minister in Britain in the sixties. That that had uh, left of center ideal, especially for that time, relative to that time. So uh, he, yeah. So uh, I, I I think today he'd probably be considered a liberal, but many back then would have suggested he was a socialist. Someone's going to light me up on the text line. You don't know what you're talking about, Stoffer. Well, many have said that for years. <laughs> All right, so what do you what do you watch? Okay, just to wrap up, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. Again, live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Sundays. You can visit hbibet.com. Is uh, they have not opened the track yet for viewership in the actual building. Quickly, Mark, just to wrap up, what what's your primary focus in the short term? Watching uh, the Edmonton Oilers in terms of uh, you know sort of how they handle the off season. Well, to me, it's Nugent Hopkins, right? To me, it's Nugent Hopkins. It's, uh, I think Larson's going to be a deal that gets done for sure. Uh, I suspect Mike Smith will be a deal that gets done for sure. They're just probably Smith's camp at like two years, but whatever. Uh, I suspect that Tyson Berry won't be coming back, but I could be wrong. But I suspect he won't be coming back. To me, it's Nugent Hopkins. It's he's the big one. He wants to be here. I think the team wants him, but there's probably going to be a big, uh, a little bit of a difference in term. And you know, I don't think he, I, I doubt that he makes what he made this year. So, you know, that to me, that's a big one. Like, I guess I want to say this, Bob. This team needs left wingers badly in their top six. They got to go and get a top six left winger. If they get rid of Nugent Hopkins, now they got to go out and get two. Yes. Plus, they've lost a valuable penalty killer, right? And a guy that's helped the pretty good power play. So, 
it doesn't make much sense to let him go. The more I think about it, uh, so now it becomes a negotiation, right? How much, how much, and how long? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think it's going to hurt on both sides if it gets done. That's what I think is going to happen. Mark, I'm going to leave you with one. Uh, this texter comes in out of Edmonton saying Spectre was doing pretty good there, but just dropped down with his pity on the Leafs. Go, Habs, go. Awesome stuff, Mark. We'll, ta- we'll talk on Tuesday, okay? All right, Bobby. Have a good weekend. Yeah, enjoy the lake. That's Mark Specter for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. It's 125. We'll step out for two minutes and get back into... A segment that runs every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Your North Division Report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's 128 in Edmonton. Want to Elliot Friedman joined us on the first hour of the show. He is today's headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. That's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. As we go into our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence, here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, Montreal got the overtime winner from Nick Suzuki last night, as talked about, staving off elimination in Game 5 on the road. Game 6 tomorrow night at the Bell Centre, Toronto still with a 3-2 series lead. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. Reminder once again, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough, payments or uh, an interest rate is too high, or that you want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. You can call them at one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. Coming up for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 135, John Shannon after a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.